At stations around Hutton Space, commanders are putting the finishing touches to their ships. Eagles arrive from shipping companies and are unloaded and painted as swarms of engineers prepare them for this weekend's racing. Commanders, flight suits unzipped to the waist, sit poring over the orbital scans of the race locations, arguing over the best lines to take, and mechanics hammer out the dents from the more experienced racers. Over in one corner at George Pantazis, two commanders argue over which modules to sacrifice to increase the available speed and hastily post messages back to engineers at their bases. A few Imperial pilots polish their Imperial versions of eagles to a high shine, each one in gold and white, every rivet perfectly placed, every seam identical to the next, and brush a little dust off their immaculate purple flight suits. Meanwhile, sitting at the end of the comms tower at Hutton Orbital, a pair of broadcasters shuffle their notes, and one of them clicks a button. My mic is broken. My mic is live! Good evening from Hutton Orbital. We are live for another week of updates from around the Milky Way with special reports from Galnet News. That's Commander Witherspoon reads it so you don't have to. The community goal, Mistress herself, Flossie, and of course, the latest from Hutton Systems with the Hot Pit team. I'm Dick Chafing and I'm joined with... Rudolf Hucker. It's time for the headlines. Hot Pit team avoids disaster in Ross 671. A fake rare racket discovered. Hutton Moon to be seen soon. Norma batters Pirate Havens as Hudson boards up. Venues announced for 3308 and 3312 Olympics. New iBanana 10 launch off to a slippery start. First tonight, the Hot Pit team headed up by Major General Noctavegas and Old Man Riverboat have been digging Hutton truckers out of a big pile of Ross 671 shaped bio waste this week. After the success in the wild win of Willie Sport in Wolf 124, we had wanted a wave of comfortable elections to give Alvin time to rest from waging war. We really wanted to win in Kokiri. We longed for Lumen to fall, and we may even, even hoped that somewhere we didn't want would give us that big election we've been dreaming of. But it was all for naught. Instead, we accidentally pushed the war button in Ross 671. By only the tiniest of margins, we went from riding high to panic stations, as all of our systems lost influence. Well, Hotbed team sprang into action. Well, it was more of a general amble in the direction of Hutton Space, and the instruction went out. Everyone was to give Hutton a spanking. We wanted to lose, and lose fast, but whilst we were losing, 
We needed to win. Just not there. Somewhere else entirely. Old Man Riverboat launched his bounty competition for the shootiest pilots in the galaxy to hand in bounty ventures in key systems and stop the rot. We have had to build a new naughty step at Hutton for a few commanders that managed to completely misunderstand the instructions. And one pilot, who whilst in a hazres said something bad about Alvin's mum, who now tested the new airlock at Hutton. It worked. We're clear of war. We're a bunch of losers. And the team have the systems by the shot and curlies and are tugging hard. Stay tuned for the Hot Pit Report, which will be extremely detailed and delivered to you by Russell, who is fully aware of what's going on in all systems Hutton. Can't wait to hear that. I believe he's even got charts and graphs. The update follows the news for information on quite how hard we should be yanking on things in the next few days. Customs officials at Aldin have broken a racket at the civilian installation at Alpha Centauri B1. This mysterious outpost, 5,000 light seconds from Aldin, has been a hive of activity for weeks, but visiting customs officials have discovered a massive counterfeiting operation operating out of the base. Bottles of Latvian brandy, only suitable for disinfecting hospital corridors, country mega gin, full of entirely the wrong kind of botanicals and tasting suspiciously of horse apples, crates of live and incredibly dangerous Momus Big Spaniels, not to be confused with the very rare and low-bellied Bog Spaniel, and Windy Bourbon, complete with embarrassing flatulence, were confiscated, but the perpetrators of this ring of fakery managed to escape. If anyone is offered a fake Rolex, Rugo Hoss aftershave, gorgeous but deadly dollies with spinal spikes, or dodgy and cabana handbags from the back of a three-wheeled yellow hauler anywhere in Alpha Centauri by a bloke called Dave, or maybe Rodney, trust us, it will end up with someone dressed in lycra running away from an angry mob. This weekend we'll see the first mission from the bubble to Hutton Moon. Of course, Hutton Moon doesn't exist yet. It's still called EOL Procool Centauri, but soon to be renamed Hutton Moon, with celebrity guest Witherspoon cutting the ribbon. So we'll be off to Hutton Moon with Mr. Witherspoon. Uh, commanders will be loading up on party goods, including Centauri Mega Gin, not that dodgy stuff mentioned earlier, mugs for holding the gin, the Panta Prayer Sticks for that student hovel hippie smell, and indie bourbon on Friday night, and travelling in giant convoy formation to the Colonia region to arrive in time for the party. We're glad to remind commanders that at some point during the journey, ship's computers will auto-update to the latest in-route plotting services allowing pilots to pre-plan the entire route in only one, or maybe two, clicks. Good luck, commanders, and remember, whoever there gets... Whoever gets there first gets first dibs on the canopies! Oh! I'm, I'm gonna head off now. There was an exodus from parts of occupied space this week as Solar Storm Norma battled its way through a number of pirate-infested systems in Hudson Space, centred on Lugaratis and the notorious Gaspar de Portola prospect, before heading to Nanaman. The storm battered orbital stations and rained radiation down on planetary surfaces. 
forcing visiting controversial strangely quaffered federal mastermind Zachary Hudson to barricade himself in his summer villa of Largo El Lime. We understand that there was extensive damage to his beach resort, including one jacuzzi becoming so irradiated that it boiled, and a number of his 200-inch 3D TV screens showing nothing but reruns of I Love Lucy. The president is said to be still assessing the damage in Nanamam and will be handing out federal pin badges and caps printed with Make the Federation Great Again in aid of all locals suffering as a result of the storm. What a total plonker he is, but at least he hasn't threatened to build a wall around the Pleiades. The locations for the 3308 and 3312, or even 3312, Olympic Games, that's how numbers work, Olympic Games were uh, announced this week, bringing together the fastest, highest and strongest competitors in the galaxy. With many athletes up in arms about the legal inclusion of performance enhancers in recent years, as well as the Galactic Olympic Committee turning a blind eye to cybernetic augmentations, there is no doubt, there is doubt, there is very much doubt, there is doubt, a lot of doubt, there is so much doubt that it should not have the word not. That is right, there is doubt about the validity of the competition as a legitimate test of the natural human form. Of course. The 3308 games announced as being held in a low-gravity world made a total farce of the previous records for high jumps, and the 3312 games being held in communism interstellar space reopened the debate about dodgy practices by player groups in attracting the games, including the lucrative VR TV rights to zero-g volleyball and synchronized floating. We understand that Hutton Orbital's lobbying for the inclusion of one man and his dog as an Olympic sport was rejected. And finally tonight, the long-awaited latest version of the iBanana 10, the galaxy's most popular overpriced piece of consumerist tat, hit technology roadshows this week. What promised to be a grand affair with interactive demonstrations, a thousand elephants, a troupe of dancing monkeys, and one of the company's top executives showing off the latest features turned into a bit of a circus, as the new security features failed to impress. With the communication suite designed to recognize the user from merely their face, their fingerprint, their iris scan, voice, DNA profile, earprint identification and body odour after all you can't be too careful on attempting to log into the fancy pants piece of fruit named show off rubbish the iBanana misidentified him as an escaped convict auto-dialed the local police and promptly electrocuted him his twitching corpse was rapidly removed from the stage and instead the company brought on some clowns and a hilariously small car one security consultant, a certain Mr. W of Barnard Star, wasn't convinced by the latest security measures, stating that if he had one of the devices, he'd be using his best overexcited during intercourse face to lock it. That way, if anyone mugged him, they'd be unable to unlock the device without at least giving him a little satisfaction. Our reporter did inquire what he would do to unlock his phone should his mother call at any point, and whether he was concerned it might auto-dial during conjugal visits with his mistress. At this point, the reporter was rushed to hospital to get the iBanana removed from an unmentionable orifice, and the security consultant was arrested for wanton damage of private property. We did also inquire as to why they had skipped from version 8 to version 10 of their product without the intervening number and were firmly told that the iBanana 9, 
just sounded silly. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the news that was this week. I'm still chafing, and he's still a Rudolf Hucker. <laughs> definitely a Rudolf Hucker after that last one. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And next, there's more. Me and some of him and some other people too. But first, with such topical and tropical news, and specially for Mr. W <clears throat> of Barnard Star, a little bit of hot pants. I'm coming by Bobby Bird. We'll be back after this tune. That was... He's done. Yeah. That's a... (laughs) That one's for you, Mr. W. Barnard Star. And your suspicious face unlocking your eye banana. Now, talking about Mr. W from Bar and Star today, I saw that they unveiled this beautiful floral display, and um, I have to say, Mr. W was straight in there with a really thoughtless comment. And now, I don't know if you guys can cast your mind well, back to famous people from the uh, you know 21st century, but there was that... Wessel Gummidge? No, no, well, you know what? Looking at the pictures, it could have been, but there was a beautiful floral display done in the, you know, Saint um, Princess Diana, if you remember Saint Princess Diana. They, they did this beautiful... Beautiful picture, and um, I think it was floral. Actually, I don't know what they made it out of. Anyway, it's made by volunteers, but Mr. Winner's post was that, you know, it was extremely impressive, and, you know, how controversial to create an image of her post-crash. Now... Oh, dear. I... Oh, you see, now, two things here. Number one, <clears throat> you've just outed Mr. W. of Barnard Star as, as his real name, and, yeah, num- number two, I'm sure he courts controversy... Yeah, all he, the time. He's trolling the history buffs, and I tell you what, why? Why I'm doing this is a public service announcement. If you are ever, ever stumbling across comments by Mr. W, and you feel tender, you know, just feel maybe I'll click like because that was quite funny and inappropriate, but funny. Maybe I'll just reply to it. Please, before you do so, do make sure that his comment is not on the official page. This oh dear! This, this could oh. this could make the news oh, as as that. much as his uh, when he used to work for the gas board back on Saul and issued a multi million pound gas bill uh, to a pensioner who promptly popped her clogs. No, she didn't, but it could have happened, uh, and that is the truth. Um, so, Mister W, yeah, nobody knows who Mister W is. <laughs> Definitely didn't mention his name earlier at all. <laughs> So what was he? What was he? What did you say he was doing? He was trolling the um, trolling the historians from the glory years back in the you know twenty first century and uh, Saint Princess. He was trolling the history buffs, not buffing the history trolls. But no, no, he's ended up. He has ended up. I had a wee word with him uh, to to, just to say, do you realise that was an official page that you just replied to, and you've also dragged some of the truckers in by mistake because they've just replied to him not realising. So yeah. And it has sparked a bit of an uproar from many people who are defending the work and hard efforts of the volunteers. And sadly, they don't know Mr. W the way that we do, have challenged him to do better. <laughs> That's where the yeah, mistake. Oh, no. oh dear, I can see this all happening now. Oh no. It's so, going to go wrong. Yeah, that was my amusement this evening. I thought, what's the official link? 
Oh, no. Well, at least it didn't end up on any galactic news of any kind. Anyway. Not as yet, no. That'll probably be tomorrow because it'll be a slow news day tomorrow and that'll make it. Oh, dear. In for me, in for me. They've all got it. Well, in for him, yes. <laughs> just just one point, Grant. It is the very first post there as well. Yes, yes. <laughs> it is right at the top. It is not disguisable. Do not comment on Mr. W's posts ever. How well, dare you? How imagine, dare you imagine you? if that was on Reddit. How oh, dare you? It's Mr. W. Hello, Mr. W. Put some clothes back on. What have you got to say for your defence of trolling 3,000 years of history? I'll tell you what happened. Yeah, my mother, my my mother uses the um, my Facebook to go and look at all these well dressings and what have you. And pick so up your randomly, friends. So they randomly pop up on my feed, and I didn't actually notice until a day after it was the official one. <laughs> You sir are a bad, 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 bad man. And I would like to point out, it does actually look look, look like what I said it looked like. (laughs) Well, no. No, it doesn't. It looks like a very touching memorial and from people that cared about her to to her. That's what it looked like. A little bit. A a little bit. Anyway, thank you very much for the giggles. Mr. W of Barnard Star. I will leave you to it. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> oh well. Anyway, moving along from controversy and outrage. Who gave and, him um, keys? I, I think when we let the hollow hober in, sitting in the corner there, we may have left the door open. Oh, hober. So, so, so this week, yes. Um, <clears throat> now, obviously, the number one hot topic this week happened about an hour and a half ago. I think. I missed it. Uh, so you've not you've not seen the thing. I've not seen the thing with the thing. I've not seen it. You so, okay? So you you've not seen the the video of all those ships flying into Thargoids and setting off special EMP pulses and firing missiles at them in heroic fashion and then dying bravely under what can only be described as a storm of angry buzzy bees. No. Okay, you need to go and look at that because it's quite important. Okay. I will do, but I'll, obviously we'll finish our because th- uh, it should be it should be under the headline Thargoids bite back. Well, has anyone really bit, bitten the Thargoids as yet? I mean, I, I, you know. oh, there was a whole history lesson beforehand about what happened in twenty two twenty three and twenty two forty seven and twenty three oh one and thirty three sixteen or wh- whatever it is. All, all these various dates about basically how we were really really mean to them and committed some kind of crazy mycoid virus genocide on them, and and they're back to what is apparently you know exert some revenge. I think. Right. So yeah, yeah. There, there's there's some payback time coming from octagonal shaped aliens, and their little buzzy bee buddies. Oh, do you know that um, Tech Monkey bought a Mister Dusty today this week? Oh, uh, is it? Give me your trash. But for anybody who doesn't know who Mister Dusty is, we suggest you tune in to past broadcasts of. Escape Velocity Seasons 1, 2 and 3 Yeah, Mr. Available Mr. at all good Lave Radio websites It's he, 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 basically Yeah, it's, it's, it's a conventional bin For the for the room And it has a, a strange uh... Thank you <laughs> Hello 
And so, sorry, he's got a talking bin. Yeah. I, I wasn't supposed to talk. Thank you. <laughs> it Just says nowhere thing. on the website that it talks. Thank you. It's polite. Hello. So every time you feed the bin, it says thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, and uh, whenever you open hello. the bin, it says hello. Thank you. I, I we, well, uh, we, we might have to contact a certain uh, Commander Sane and um, discuss with him rights issues over the use of the Mr. Dusty name for talking bins. Yeah, it's going in cubicle three. Oh, is it for all the hand towels after you've wiped yourself off? <laughs> Are we talking about oh, sorry, Mr. W? I said wiped. I said wiped. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, right, so moving along. So, yes, um, they, they, I mean, there's lots of squee over, over Thargoids and Thargoids or whatever they are, or those scavengy things all being fired at you. And there was talking and moving mouths, but apparently what that's not Thar real. Guys? That was in your imagination. What about Thargoids? No, it wasn't the Thar guy, guys. It was no, somebody. Somebody named them earlier, and we need to we need to catch that. Was it? It was. It was um, Mr. Bridgewater. No, it wasn't Mr. Bridgewater. It was Mr. Um, Girdler. That was it. I think named them earlier with a new name, which we're going to have to dig out while we're in the next break, just because I think it's the right name for them. Oh. No, not Thargoids. Or Sargons, or Sarglitz. No, there was another one we, we named them. But we're going to come up with that next week, and we're going to make it the official Hutton description of the little thingies that buzzing around. Excellent. Okay. And it's quite rude, as usual, because it's a Hutton thing. Um, so, yeah, there's there's all of that going on, and the release date for that... So, we've got a bit of a problem, because we're starting our big convoy to Colonia on Friday, but unfortunately, Hutton Moon won't exist until the 26th. How long is this? So we need to talk to Mr. Wotherspoon about potentially postponing the launch ceremony for Hutton Moon until, obviously, after it's called Hutton Moon. Mm. So we have a bit of a problem there. So we might have to discuss with the Green Room later or, or various listeners whether we should just take a slow drive there until the 26th or we postpone for a week and then all rush like mad people. How are we achieving it? I mean, are we setting waypoints and uh, giving maybe a couple of days for people to reach that waypoint and then meet up and then head off on a unified... How is this convoy going to work? How, who, who, well, no, we were just going to load up and fly in. Oh, yeah. Oh, here we go. We've, we've had... Sorry, I'm breaking news. Yes, we We've had the name come back to us about what the little things are going to be called by Hutton. So if they're launched by Thargoids, they're Thuckers. Thuckers? Thuckers, yes. Thuckers launched by Thargoids. Okay. Little Thuckers. Little Thuckers, yes. And then you can have big Thuckers. <laughs> that, that's the Thargoids, yes. So the mother Thuckers um, take on the big Thuckers and the little Thuckers. <laughs> the little Thuckers, yes. I can just I can just imagine the news next week. I am um, dreading anyway, yes, the fucking news next fucking <laughs> week. The fucking news, yes. Yeah. The thargoid, thuck, the fucking thargoids. Right. And they suck their thumbs. Um, oh, anyway, the, the fucking, so, yeah, fucking, the, the convoy was more fucking, of a fucking fiddle fucking fuckers. Ah, dear. Blame Canada for that one. Um, so. The convoy was basically load up on Friday and then anybody there make it up as they go along. If they want to, you know, wing up and wing it, then they can wing up and wing it. Or we, we hadn't really got any plans other than start and then arrive at the end. Okay. But, um, well, we're going we're gonna to have a quick sort of consultation with um, Commander Wotherspoon and uh, obviously uh, as he rhymes with the location and other people. Is it to the, see whether they still want to set off on Friday or we all want to stay for the race on Saturday and then set off afterwards next week. Do we do we, do we have to keep his, his tagline because it kind of dissuades people from joining in? Because 
you know, Commander Witherspoon goes to Colonia so you don't have to, isn't going to really... We were avoiding that one, yes. Okay, excellent. Well, anyway, so we're going to have a powwow about that um, later and, and decide what we're actually going to do, but it might be that we postpone the start date of the big convoy until after the big race. What race? Which is Eagle Eagle racing at the weekend, round canyons in souped-up, neon-flashing... Yeah, eagles. Cool. Um, we don't know where yet. We, we, we were going to ask um, Old Man Riverboat where he'd chosen, but we haven't actually found out where he's going to be racing yet. So somewhere we're going to be racing eagles on Saturday, I think. Uh, on the 16th. When's that? Saturday, yes. Yeah. Um, 14th. Two days. Not today. Yep, so you've, you've still got Saturday time to get 16th. your... Yeah, you, you souped up engines on your eagle and... Um, yeah, get all your racing excuses like, uh, I don't know, my tyres weren't popped up properly or, um, well, the engine's running a bit down on power at the moment after the rebuild. All the usual racing driver excuses. Yeah, I wasn't ready. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm not ready yet. That kind of thing. <laughs> I, I'm colour blind and I couldn't see the lights. No, that won't work. That actually might work, yeah. I didn't realise it was a yeah, checkered so flag. <laughs> yeah. And for those watching in black and white, the checkered flag is indeed in black and white. Anyway, so yeah, that's going on on Saturday evening at some point, and I'm sure Old Man Riverboat's going to tell us and, and bring pizza for everybody as an apology for not telling us where we're racing, or maybe I'm bringing the pizza because I didn't pay enough attention to actually read anything, and he's told everybody and they know already, which, whichever. Did you say that was all? Uh, it was Old Man Riverboat, as, um, as in... Old Man Riverboat. Yeah, yeah well, no, it's... it's I, don't, I don't know how we ended up as Old Man Riverboat, but anyway... Was it? Did he used to be a sort of a <coughs> young man uh, riverboat? Oh, many, 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 many years ago, he was younger. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So that's what's going on this week. Okay. Um, and then obviously we've also got a night shift thing going on, or it was going on, but it might be postponed by a week for other reasons too. So we've got a lot of planning to get on with after the show. A lot of postponements. What on earth we're doing? Well, lots of postponements, yes. And mugs, 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 mugs. Tell me about the mugs. We have three designs of mugs on their way, uh, totaling in about a quantity of 250. Now, a number of these are promotional mugs for the radio station that will be going down to the expo. So if you are there and you want one, it is going to be a case of first come, first served. Uh, although I don't think Dave knows about that because I've just dropped that but on you But you, you do have to do something exceptional. You can't just give mugs. You have to earn mugs. Well, these are different mugs. These are special mugs. These are special mugs for people who manage to make it to the expo and who will come up to Dave or one of the team with a particular phrase that we will come up with later on, something suitably in fact, maybe it should be just a case of making sure that they uh, t participate with a For the Mug uh, during any mention of well, mugs you know, you during know the main stage. Be there. I'm not going to be there. I'm sending my. Um, I'm sending somebody on my behalf. What? Yeah, well, Cecil's going. Oh, Cecil! Right, so we need to come up with a phrase that people can come along with and they have to shout in order to earn that mug. Uh, as I say, it's a Hutton Orbital Reno. It's not a Hutton mug, per se, but it is a mug by Hutton and therefore it's going to be a number of those available at the event, so make sure if you are there that you have an opportunity to go and, and earn one of those and I'll let the guys and the crew that are there, because I can't be there, unfortunately, but I will let them decide on whether well, or not you your have actions to, yeah, you'll have to find. It. 
to, to get your mug, you're, first of all, you're going to have to find the Major General and Cecil. And then you're going to have to do whatever forfeit that, um, yes, we, we determine between now and then. Sergeant Major! Knocked Amigas. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, hang on a second. Yeah, we, we, we discussed earlier the week. Obviously, there's a this sort of subject for the, the tunes every single week. And we, we've had the first one this week. I know it was specially for Mr. W of Barnard Star with, with, with the hot pants. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it's not going to be hard to determine what this week's subject for the music is. But did you get that other sound effect that we were talking about earlier in the week? Oh, God. I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, well, the Tech Monkey looks bored. We'll have to get the Tech Monkey onto it. Or maybe the Tech Monkey will come up with that extra special, extra little piece of sound effect that we had previously. Um, but anyway, do you have... Well, we've got, we've got more because we've, we've got lots of people doing some very, what, what? very, very, very special things over the next few weeks. What's that, what's that sign, the, the Tech Monkeys? Oh. Can you... <laughs> v. That's, that's, not, that's not fingers. Oh dear, ah oh dear. He's, well, he's on the other side of the glass. We're safe. So anyway, lots of people doing special things over the next few weeks uh, that we were going to be looking into about um, something to do with special days. <gasps> yeah, well, there's a number. There's of course uh, a number of charitable runs going on. Uh, not runs, but there's a number of charitable events going on. Not only by our dear own uh, Russell and Andrew, who are biking it for the British Heart Foundation but we have Elite Aid which is raising funds for oh crap well, I must I must have this written down hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on while I go and get me notes but of course there's one special day coming up which is a unique day for the special effects charity and it is where um, giants of the industry of the games industry pledge to give their earnings to special effects for that day and as a result the a number of the elite dangerous streamers and various communities have decided that nope we're going to do something they're going to raise some funds and they're going to donate all of their takings as well in kind to special effects so a number of them will have uh, streams going over the special day we have i think um oh, certainly DJ commander, our very own commander ali jacks is yep. um got a stream so he's going to have one live i'm pretty sure we've got kate russell's going to be doing something around that time as well kate russell we've got dj trusser and commander human who will be supporting them as well um so it's yeah just keep an eye on your twitch feeds we'll try and, and what what date no hang on a second what date is the one special day it is the 20 was it 20 creaky Quick, rustle the paper, rustle the paper. So, yeah, well, well, you look up the date there. And for anybody who doesn't know anything about Special Effect, it's one of the two charities that we support here. That we support all of the charities. Anybody doing fundraising will look after them. But the two official ones that we support are obviously Special Effect and the Hearing Dogs. And um, Special Effect's the one that helps uh, kids and adults and anybody with uh, difficulties getting to control games and spaceships and FIFA football to actually get onto computers, enjoy gaming, enjoy the social aspect of computing. And yeah, they, they help adjust all the kits so you can actually get out there in the universe and uh, enjoy a bit of social time gaming. 
Um, so that that's the one special day on the when sorry 29th of September the plan from special effects is to raise £100,000 and they're asking anyone who is in the games industry to pledge their day's takings from sales of games and in-app purchases and or or run activities to promote it and just generate it so they're aiming for uh, £100,000 and so there are a number of streamers and there's, 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 there's going to be people out there that we're going to miss. And so we will do our best to try and get the information into the Facebook page as we pick up on who it is. But keep an eye on Kate Click, have a look at DJ Truthsayer, Commander Human, of course, Ali Jacks. Now, I think one of our truckers is doing something, a 24-hour stream for the special day as well. Oh, I mean, there, there are loads of them. Um, we'll we'll collate the whole lot, and we're going to put an event up in the diary just for that day, and we're going to collate all of the streams there. And in fact, we might even have to put up one of our multi-Twitch. If they're on Twitch, not YouTube, we might have to put one of our little uh, multi-Twitch doobries up as well for collecting a whole bunch of them together for that 24-hour period. Yeah, so if you're doing a Twitch, then get in touch. Let us know if you're doing a Twitch feed for it, especially, or even a partial, or if you're looking for people to come and join you, then we want to know. Elite Aid is currently running on a number of Twitch streams they um i think had their 9th of september 10th of september was when they did their sort of live stream but there are still people collecting for various different parts of that and they were to collect for the one star foundation um i've not heard of the one star the one star foundation no we might have to ask our resident um texan if he knows anything about that as well yeah, so that, that is... We'll do that. We'll do that later in the show as well. Give everybody a chance to sort of okay. research that. <clears throat> and of course... Little bits and pieces and details. But we're going to collect all of this together and we're going to put it up on the Facebook page and we might even Twitter and Twitter and Twatter about it um, to try and help raise a few pennies for the charities. And of course, yeah, of course we've got Russell and, and we'll ask Russell later on once he's finished his in-depth review of the Hot Pit Report and how things are going there. Um, we'll um, ask him about how his charity drive is going and how their preparations are going as well. Well, if we keep talking long enough, he might have time to prepare the next bit, of course. No, we don't do that. All right. Well, sh- should we should we sort of blunder on along into the next part of the show? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, you know, hoping he's ready, but he's going to have at least one tune to get ready because bringing up the next part of the show, we have the Hot Pit team. And in fact, we have Commander Evenstar of the Hot Pit team. And especially for Commander Evenstar, we have a tune titled Here Comes the Hot Stepper. By any Camos, Camosy, Camosy. Uh, that, is, that is a real cracker of a song as well. Kind of understated. Good choice. Yeah, well, thank you. It brings us nicely along into our hot pit pit. Good evening, Commander Evenstar. Good evening, chaps. How are we doing? Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. It was a bit of a mad dash back to the studio after uh, after work, and we might or might not have an additional listener this evening. We've we've doubled our number of listeners. Hey, um, with. Yay! John, who's been working with me all week, might or might not be listening, but um, I did try and warn him about this. That would make not much sense, but um, I'm hoping he's survived so far. Yeah, my my mother suggested she should listen. I thought, mm, well, we'll see. 
Well, she'll be, she'll be so <laughs> proud of the you know what you've put in this week. I mean, it's been it's been a pretty um, you know traumatic uh, week this week, hasn't it? With that particular swing in the stats just about half an hour ago uh, that you're fully aware of that I've just made up. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm, I'm I'm my usual well prepared self, <laughs> possibly even slightly more than usual. So, from the Hutton Orbital Trackers political information team and commander Evenstar, are you ready to take it away with the top ten? I am ready with the, with the top lots, yes. Well, let it roll. Let it roll. So here we go, your roundup of the weekly stats from the Hutton Orbital Trucker's political information team. At 12, up 1 at 30, it's Kokery. At 11, down 24 at 30, it's George Pantazis. And at 10, down 10 at 32, it's Epsilon Indy. At 9, down 16, at 33, it's LP245-10. At 8, down 12 at 35, it's Wolf25. At 7, down 32 at 38%, it's Wise0855714. And at 6, down 24% at 40%, it's PSPFLF2. At 5, down 14 at 42%, it's Trippin'. At 4, down 26 this week at 44%, it's LHS340. At 3, down 22 at 46, we're at home in Alpha Centauri. And at 2, down 6 at 53, it's Wolf124. And at 1, up 1 at 57%, it's Van Man and Star. And over in Colonia. At 5, up 1, at 4, it's EOL Prowl C8211, plus a few other letters. At 4, down 6, at 4, at Pythias. At 3, up 3, at 7, it's Fartauri. At 2, holding at 12, it's Amatapatabushi, which I'll get right one day. And at 1, down 15, at 42%, it's EOL Procol Centauri. And for those of you that can't count to 10, that was the top 12, plus a few from Colonia. It's about whatever I can squeeze in. I know, I'm <laughs> Anyway, it's time for that very most important of questions. So, what does it all mean? It, it's, it's all gone down, it's not so good. No, we, we there's had a, there's a big down. I mean, they're 30% down here, 34% down there. And when we had Mr. Riverboat and, and all his team bounty hunting like you wouldn't believe, the stats are really quite impressive. So, it could have been a lot worse. But um, it, it, it could have been. Mm. We're down to second place in one system as well, which scared the living daylights out of the Major General. And yeah, yeah I'm, I'm yep, sure we yep. are. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, luckily, the people in first place are actually in war, so they can't beat us up. So they're busy with doing something else. So we're OK. We've got a couple of days to save it before it all goes wrong. But the most important one in those stats has got to be Cockarry. Absolutely. So one. come on then, where where are we in Cockarry? Because that's that's the next mission. What what's the how are we doing in Cockarry? Cockarry. Oh well, there, there it is. That's the one. Oh um. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. We're we're in the lead. Look at that. We actually. Yeah, we're, we're, hang on a second. So we're actually the, on on top in Cockarry. We are. We're on top. We're by, by to the tune of nearly six percent. Right. Those those wishy washy liberals are just losing it. And so these democratic wishy-washy liberals um, are just below us, and I think the evil master plan in Kalkari is, of course, to spread a little bit of Alvin's benevolence to the system and say, wouldn't you like a fluffy puppy instead of dodgy vote-rigging? 
Exactly. Alvin has got benevolence to spare. He's such a lovely, fluffy bunny. Well, not a bunny, but <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean. <laughs> no, no, that's a dog. Okay, Bunnies ah. have a little fluffy tail, yes. All the ears stick up on bunnies, don't they? I forgot about uh, that. Unless they're lop-eared, in which yeah, case well, it's very confusing. It is. I'm, I'm a bear of little brain. I, no, I'm, and a lot of things about is how my legs hurt at the moment. So, <laughs> oh dear, it, it's it's all that recycling. Um, anyway, so yeah, so cock, cock Harry is where we're going to be doing the thing sometime soon. And obviously, we've been trying to keep our home system of Alpha Centauri right up there at the top. We're not quite. I think you said we we're at number three on our list um, so yeah, far it's... of the top systems. But we we want that right back up there, up at the top over the next few days as well. So the war is going to end tonight, I think. Yes. And then, then we're looking at boom. There's, there's booms going off everywhere, so that that'll be good for. So no trade. outbreak this time, even though we no, lost. No, 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 no. It, it, it's it's nice. It, it's a lovely change to see our, our little super duper spreadsheet saying saying boom and nothing else. Usually it's got a you know one of everything. Well, so we've got, there's no there's no big crime wave. There's no outbreaks of disease and pestilence and the horsemen of the apocalypse. But there is a boom, which means we're going to jump crazy in the next few days. Um, now. It begs the question, there's always one that messes things up. There is always one, and it's always Lumen 16. But I understand we have a little bit of breathing room in Lumen 16. We do. We're not doing too bad. 22% on that, so it's, you know, it's, it's kicking over. We, we've got a bit of bit of space there. So, um, another... So we're not, we're not taking over that one just yet. We're going to save no. that particular problem for another day. Yeah, we're about seven percent off the uh, the Lumen Central Co. So, so whatever uh, you do, do not make us jump in Lumen Sixteen. Please, no. not by seven percent tomorrow, because that would just be. Huh. Yeah. No, anyway, no, we, and we, we have a note from Commander Mindwipe that um, they, they've been working on um, Doriso over in um, Colonia to try and leapfrog a few people, and we've been stuck there on about eleven percent for ages, and now we, we still haven't managed to take over that system yet. We haven't lost, we haven't taken it over, but yet again, Amatsubushi has got in the way in Colonia. So everybody's sad, but it does mean that um, if there's other things going on, there's other wars, there's other elections, it means nobody else can beat us up just yet. So we're waiting for some more instructions from Splendor and Mindwipe as to what they want people to do. But as we understand it, we're still trying to do well in Doriso. Yep, that's, that's still the, the last information I've got it. So, you know, bounties for the win. Keep trading from Fort Mug to give us some, some boom states. And, uh, you know, just avoid conflicts. I mean, just, just looking for a good lead in Procol Centauri. Yeah, and if you're doing any missions, any passengers, anything at all, go do it in Doriso. Mm. Because once you pop, you just can't stop. Absolutely. Right, so that's Ooh. that. So we haven't got much pending hold and on, going on. Hold on, hold what? on, hold on. Once you pop, you can't stop. That's not Doritos. Oh, no, that's not. That's not Doritos. That's the other one, isn't it? Yeah. The menu ones. That's the ones that you pop. Doritos, you cr What the what, heck are you doing? What's the one for Doritos, then? Uh, once you no, munch, you have Pringle. a crunch. Ah, oh, well, it's all, it's all tasty snack food. I just open it up in search once you Once you pop, you can't stop. That's Pringles. Yes. Well, we're going to take it over. Yeah, we, we, we're going to rename them. Pringles aren't called Pringles anymore. They're called Doritos or Doritos. Yeah. Doritos. Yep. <clears throat> okay, so, um, so that, that's what's what with the hot pivot. And how does anybody find out on a daily basis what we need to be doing anywhere near Hutton Space? 
You've got to go to our background sim event. So go go to the Hutton Orbital Truckers Facebook page, look on the pin post, and there will be a link from the wonderful Wotherspoon to the BGS event thread. So we've got, we got two threads now. We've got the Hutton's BGS event thread, and we've got the Colonia BGS event or, thread, the hot coal. Or, or you, there's a you, special website address. There is, hot.forthemug.com slash daily update. And um, that gives us the information about what's going on. So I'm, I'm pretty redundant, really. I don't know why they keep me around. Yeah, we just have to have to, to read spreadsheets. Oh, and, and it's by the, the way, you're still missing lots and lots of graphs from your partner in crime, who, as we understand, is six months behind in the graphs. It's terrible, isn't it? I'll have to work out what which end is, is up and uh, have a go. But he's he's managed to super cruise himself to the other side of the planet at the moment, so he's um he's, yeah he's, he's, he's sunning himself. Is, is he on the west are. west coast of the untied states? No, he's right in the right in the middle, some somewhere in the Missouri, I think. Oh, in a, in a so, deep dark yeah. canyon somewhere. No, absolutely. Um, Trying to avoid tornadoes and hurricanes <laughs> and general windy things. Or well, that might just be his bottom. Anyway, so, well, thank you very much, Commander Evenstar. So we can You're find welcome. out on the internet, we can find out on the Facebook, we can find out on the radio station once a week what we're supposed to be doing. Um, but if you had to pick one thing for Hutton Truckers to be doing this evening... This evening, bounties and missions in Alpha Centauri. And if you've got any data, if you've got any lovely exploration data squirreled away, just um, have a check with Major General Noctu or, or anyone else of the admins and... Um, Drop us some data because it will give us a, a nice <coughs> after midnight. Boost. Do that after, after midnight. midnight. Well, yes. yes, once the war's dropped, of course. But yeah, bounties yep. missions now for Centauri is the main thing for the. And of being. course, the 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 Hutton Taxi Service is always good, no matter what the situation is. The Hutton Taxi Service helps us as well. The Hollow so, Hoba Hala Hula Hooba. Oh, not, not with Hollow. Oh, By no. George, oh. he got it. <laughs> you know, I, I did that off the top of my head without even reading it too. Well, that, that's always the way with the truckers, isn't it? Don't think it's easy. Well, it's a bit way. like how we make, make the rules up as well. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, we've had an awful lot of extra truckers join us with the Hot Pit team because we, we've been sort of languishing down there with sort of eight to ten guys lending us a hand every single week and working like a trooper. But over the last couple of weeks, we've been joined by, must be the best part of 20 or 25 truckers, lending a hand, doing stuff, and enjoying the giant game of Space Risk um, that everybody's been up to. So congratulations and welcome aboard all these new truckers too. Yes, so and many gonna, great truckers out there. We, we, we're going to find out during um, Buck Naked's bit later who is the top trucker. Is it a new trucker? Is it an old trucker? Is it a dirty trucker? Um, it, it will be a trucker, though, who's been hitting the top of the tables. Oh, yes, there's one or two impressive candidates that I've seen. So that should no, be it, it, it can't be the same names again. He can't keep this up week in, week out. But anyway, thank you very much indeed. And we're going to go blundering along, as long as my co-presenter's ready, um, into the next bit, which is some people's favourite bit, because it's got our favourite, our very own hot star lady, also known as Flossie. Um, she's our hot star lady, sometimes very literally after a navigating incident. Um, so we've got a little tune <laughs> yep. packed that in for Flossie, <clears throat> our, our hot star lady. And next up, we have a little bit from the Rolling Stones with Hot Stuff. What a tune, what a tune there. And of course, that was Hot Stuff. Um, yeah. We have... Oh, crap. Why do I keep putting that in the wrong balloon thing? Anyway, we do have a song request that's come in, and it has come in from a... Uh, let me just give you the information. From the a pilot in in a python? 
Um, and we'll try and get that dedication for the end of the show for you. We'll put it in the, the after the show finishes. We'll play your request. <clears throat> so thank you for that very much. If you're wondering how to do requests, we haven't told anybody officially yet how to do that. So this clever arse has gotten behind. Uh, let's take monkeys been sharing links. Although I actually come to think of it, it's on the um, radio link, isn't it? Dow. I forgot about that. It's time to go over to the Queen of the Community Gold. The moment you've all been waiting for. I'm not going to big her up saying that she knows absolutely everything about it, but she knows a lot. <laughs> How are you tonight, Flossie? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm very well, thank you too. And are you are you ready for this? As ready as I can be. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get your intro and let you take it away. Here we go to Flossie with the Community Gold News. And that button didn't do anything at all, did it? <laughs> it's Flossy. It's Flossy. It's Flossy. It's Flossy. Hello, Flossie here with this week's Community Goals News. This week there are just two uh, CGs and it's about the battle for Hoshi between the Federation and Empire. Recent reports indicate that conflict has erupted in the Hoshi system between the Freedom Party of Hoshi and the Hoshi Jet Coms Limited. System security forces were caught off guard by the violence, which began without warning and has escalated rapidly since then. Both the Hoshi Jetcoms Limited and the Freedom Party of Hoshi have issued calls for aid, appealing to independent combat pilots for support. Commanders who participate in the conflict will be generously rewarded. A representative of the system security forces issued the following statement. It would be irresponsible of us to encourage independent pilots to join this fight, but if the galactic community can bring this conflict to a swift end, they will have our gratitude. The Hoshi Jetcoms Limited and the Freedom Party of Hoshi have set a week-long operation to take control of the system, which will begin on the 14th of September. To be eligible for rewards, you must sign up as an active participant before handing in combat bonds at hand ring in the Hoshi system. Unfortunately, there was a problem. I'm not sure it's been resolved yet. Uh, Steve Kirby posted in the Frontier Forums. Hi folks, some of you may have noticed that the war in the Hoshi system is not exactly going to plan. We have found an issue which has caused the factions to be not at war with each other. A fix has gone in for this and will take a little time, a little while to filter through the servers. Hopefully in a few hours it will be all working as intended. But if not, then we will be extending the time for the CG. Thanks for your patience. So that's uh, the situation at the moment. Uh, hopefully uh, they will be at war with each other soon and you can get on with earning your credits in the CGs. Excellent. That's it for this week. Yeah, so, yeah, that sounds interesting. War. Oh, yeah, what is it good for? 
um, apparently making credits. Uh, now, if you were watching on the Twitch feed, uh, my exploit software has done what my exploit software loves to do, which is died. Um, I do not know what is going on with that. Anyway. Oh, I, I have a confession to make. Do you? Was it you? I made a boo-boo. You 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 made a the, the the eagle racing. We're a bit premature with it. It's actually on the twenty second, not the sixteenth. Right. So there's no racing this weekend. So we might as well get the convoy over and um, yeah, <clears throat> park up at uh, Colonia and then get back for the racing on the twenty second, and then get back to Colonia on the twenty sixth for the naming ceremony. Okay, that sounds good. I am having. Or we've got between the twenty second and the twenty sixth to get to Colonia if you're going racing. Anyway, so that was a breaking news, and I, I got slapped down by Bam. Black Bay, Bam, Malam. That's good. So thank you, Ram, Ram Jam. That. Yeah, thank you for that, Flossie. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry for the breaking news. Yes, about back to Flossie now. Whoosh. Seamlessly. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you have been, yes. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. I'm not going to be able to get Twitch back up and running, guys. Sorry. Hey, hang on a second. So you bought a Mr. Dusty replica, or the Simove bought a Mr. Dusty replica. Yes. And mysteriously, things are going wrong with your technology. Um, It's not really that mysterious, but yes. So, so there's, a, there's an astonishing coincidence there that there is more technology failure as a result of Mr. Dusty the Bin. Possibly. Um, oh God, I can't do anything. That's great. <laughs> right, okay. Well, as you can't do anything, thank you very much, Flossie. Now, oh, having okay. seen the videos earlier today, what are your feelings on the possibility of new forthcoming community goals after the 26th to do with Thuckers and Thargoids, I mean? Unfortunately, I missed that, so... <laughs> so, hang on a second. The most important announcement of the last three months, and nobody's watched it. Ah, I, okay. didn't, I didn't realise it was on. It looks... A, uh, it's, um, yeah, they look a bit more excitable than the, the Thargoids I remember. So, some, even some so, years even so ago. Tell, tell, me, tell me you saw the, the, the little thuckers come out of the big Thargoid. I did. I, did. It, I had to go and change my pants. George's pants? Yeah, that, they're the ones, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You you don't want to get on the wrong side of them. No. no. Bring mugs and gin and be generous. I'd say. Well, the commander Falco took says that Falco took watched it, and um, he's still at work. Um, he, I would oh, never dear. do that. Don't get caught. Yeah. Um, but but yes, I, I managed to catch an audio stream of it whilst en route home as well, and it sounded wonderful. It it looked pretty impressive. Yes, it. Um, yeah, you don't want to get on the wrong end of them. And if you're going to, then take friends, lots of friends, and stay at the back. Well, no, they had lots you. of friends. They had they had big friends. There were, there were well, what eight of them there? Yeah, thereabouts. But I'm I'm thinking you know, come in a small fast ship, have lots of friends in front of you, and run away at the first sign of well anything, frankly. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it all it all it all bodes well. It bodes for the CGs, Flossie. I I reckon you're going to be having CGs coming out of your left ear, your right ear, and everywhere else come the 26th of September. Oh, wonderful! <laughs> well, there's there's new stuff. There's new rocket launchers and EMPs and all sorts of stuff. And you you know they're not going to just give them to us. We're going to have to earn them. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. 
by somebody. Yeah, I mean, they, they never do, do they? They, they don't just say, here, nah. here's some cool new stuff. They go, here, you can have cool new stuff if you take four million tons of scrap to Hutton or something. <laughs> yeah, probably something like that. Well, either that or we're just going to lob mugs at them. <laughs> That's not a bad anyway. It look like a mug launcher, doesn't it? It does look like a mug launcher. I, I reckon we might have to rename that one too. So we attack the thuckers with the mug launcher. Anyway, anyway, blundering along with some more of the show. Rename that one too. We've got so we attack the thuckers highlight. with the mug launcher. And <laughs> okay, anyway, I just held myself back there. Yep, I'm just killing. Anyway. <laughs> right, fair enough. That was very confusing. The hollow me started talking in the corner. Um, right, so blundering along the rest of the show, we are coming up to some people's other favourite bit after Flossie, or maybe as well as Flossie, with Commander Wotherspoon. Are we? And aren't, are, are we? Aren't we? We should be. I don't know. We should be. Right, okay. Well, you know, we were looking at that video earlier, or some of us were bothering to look at the video earlier of these thargoids and they start off lovely and placid and green and then when you upset them you get a few red hot lights pop up and then it all goes wrong yes never tickle sleeping dragons that's what i say yeah. i thought it was naughty elephant squirt water but anyway what <laughs> northeast southwest oh anyway so i thought he was going for an acronym there no no red hot lights here we go red, red, some, some red hot lights for the water spoon woohoo woohoo oh for goodness sakes wait a minute wait a second no, hang on a second play, play, play run, run vt play a sound effect quick while you're covering for yourself um run vt i can i can i can i can do this no i can't do that that's the problem i'm trying to fix hold on a second <laughs> Where's the tech monkey? Hang on, the tech monkey's gone to the shops. Help! He, we've got the tech monkey. No, 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 he no, ran no, off no. to the shops. What I need to we'll, do. we'll just we'll just talk to talk to Eric while we. Hello, Eric. Hey there. How are you? Yeah, doing? have you Mr. seen Mr. Mr. Dusty? Have you seen Mr. Dusty recently? Anywhere near your computer gear? No, Mr. Dusty is. I'm very dusty around here, so no, uh, no uh, dusting has been happening. All right, and and how are things looking, um, Shane Marquet? Um. Well, dry, high and dry, as usual. Um, fixing up my brother's house, so uh, that's still working along. And otherwise, it's tax season, so I'm really busy trying to get tax returns done. It, it, it sounds like it's out. a particularly taxing time of year over there. It is, it's not as taxing as it normally is at the beginning of the year, but it is taxing. That is certain. Sounds like it's a particularly and taxing comment on that, too. Well, we're, we're looking forward to your bit. Well, after Mr. Wotherspoon, we're hoping you're coming and joining us, or you're coming and joining us, introducing your very good friend, Buck Naked, into the studio as usual. But in the meantime, <clears throat> has the tech monkey returned and fixed the tech? No, no, I fixed it. Oh, you, you've hammered it into submission. Well, <clears throat> run, run, well, I would say run VT, but we haven't got any VT, so run whatever it is you're going to run. Okay. Galnet News Digest, 14th of September 3303. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Galactic Record Breakers, The End of the Inquisition, The Past and the Future of Thargoids. Galactic Record Breakers. 
The mapping division of Universal Cartographics, known as EDSM, has released new statistics on the different types of stars and planets in the galaxy. With almost 0.004% of the galaxy explored, it's time to take stock of the systems with the highest numbers of bodies in them. If you're a fan of T Tauri stars, just pop over to Lasuai AA-AH113, which has 22 of the things in one system. Blaya Ion TU-GB42-0 has 23 Class M red dwarfs. If neutron stars float your boat, Froy Flyuai AA-AG1390 has 5. Weepui AA-H5009 has an astonishing seven black holes. If you're looking for Earth-likes, Blue Thua JS-J-D9-1 has four. And by the way, if you want an Earth-like a very, very long way away, Sikia GF-C-D14-0 has one that's 65,481.25 light-years from Sol. There's a system with seven water worlds, and there are four ammonia worlds in M-sector IF-SB19-4. And if you really like disappointment, the Copernic system has a mind-numbing 78 icy bodies. The End of the Inquisition Chapter House of Inquisition's interminable appeal for inappropriate commodities with which to build its starports on the route to Colonia has finally concluded. The three starports are apparently under construction now. Who can wait to see if the gold, the beryllium or the platinum station will be the most impressive? Commanders who are protecting traders in Kamadenu are now invited to blow each other up in the Ho Sea system. And there will be time for just one more community goal after that, before the Thargoids come on September the 26th and spoil the fun. The past and the future of Thargoids. The Thargoids have sent a note to humanity, explaining that they're running a bit late. But they'll be popping round to see us on Tuesday, the 26th of September. We've known of Thargoids for something like 450 years, although they weren't seen in large numbers until 3125. The Thargoids are known to be extremely effective fighters, although it's rumoured that humans attacked the Thargoids first. The Thargoids use ambush tactics, ripping commanders out of witch space and attacking them using powerful, highly manoeuvrable ships and ship-launched remote-control Thargon fighters. For no reason that could be confidently established, the Thargoids disappeared from human space around a hundred years ago and in that short time have become largely forgotten, something that was helped by the extensive rewriting of history to eliminate reference to the Thargoid menace. What do we know about the Thargoid ships? They're highly manoeuvrable and can destroy Federation battlecruisers in two shots. One shot to take down the shields, the second to turn the ship into a smouldering, gooey hulk. We've only seen the scout ship so far. 
if we get to venture deeper into Thargoid-inhabited space, who knows what other ships we may see. The Thargoids appear to be interested in us, but have only rarely shown any signs of aggression. There's a theory, dismissed by prominent members of the Buckyball Racing Club, that Thargoid ships may change colour when provoked. It seems that the Thargoids are scanning our ships. Is there a particular sort of cargo they might be looking for? We know they can disable our ships using what appears to be an electromagnetic pulse, and we know they use some sort of strange corrosive goo to attack Federation ships. The Thargoids have been around for millennia, probably far longer than humanity. They almost certainly encountered the other alien race we know about, the Guardians, and they do not appear to have liked them. The Federation is known to possess Guardian technology in the form of a portable communications obelisk that was found on Mars. The Thargoids appear to have a particular dislike for the Federation. The Thargoids are known to be returning to the galaxy soon. They live on ammonia worlds, where the ambient temperature is around 30 degrees colder than it is on Earth-likes. They're all female. They're extremely powerful with six legs and two arms. They're known to be able to pull commanders off course during hyperspace jumps, the so-called hyperdictions. So, if you want to be pulled off by a really cool, exotic, leggy female, you might just be in luck. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. Good night, Mike. Mike's off to bed. <coughs> Good night. Um... Wow, Leggy Bonds pulled off. Yeah, he turned that around in record time. Was that? Would you? Would you call that an audition for Dockers? No, that was much better than Dockers, but it was Ooh, brilliant. Oh, get out! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, there, Mr. Ready. W. <laughs> Don't you be back in here like a shot? So, so we've now we've now got the Hutton Truckers Dockers Thuckers. <laughs> yes, uh, Commander the World has been there with an amazing report. Right. Uh, I'm going to have to nip away in a second, so let's get this tune no, up. That, that's absolutely fine. Well, we have to, we have to get it. Yeah, we, we've got a tune, but we've got to introduce a tune specially. Yes. For Mr. Naked of Lacon. Indeed. Because, yeah, we, we understand that Mr. Naked of Lacon is rather partial to a certain 21st century musical starlet. So um, <laughs> this one's for you, Mr. Naked. Well, I hope you enjoyed that, Eric. Was that was that good for you? Yes, I did. I did enjoy that, and I'm sure that Buck did too. Hey, Buck, Buck, you put okay. Don't put clothes on. No, oh, go not but, again. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! How y'all doing? What's up, Buck? Uh, well, you can see what's up. I mean, after she sung, woohoo! I'm telling <laughs> you. Standard attention, that one makes me do it. Right, yeah, okay. <laughs> T TMI, TMI, I'm going blind. Oh, I thought it was bad enough with Winard in here. I mean, sorry, Mr. W. Barnard Star. 
Yeah, Mr. W. Oh, we got a name for a Mr. W. He didn't like him either. I was an old, old uh, American president way back in the day. Oh, yeah, we got you. We got you. Oh, okay. I, I was about to give you a history lesson, but never mind. <laughs> I think he was called George, wasn't he? Yeah, George. And not King George. We had an impressive bush. <laughs> not yeah. unlike yourself, Buck. I mean, you know, clearly, clearly you are uh, into topiary. <laughs> he, he's a hirsute man, yes. This show is going down, down below the waistline rapidly here. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, good, good evening, Mister Naked uh, from Lake on Spaceways. Um, do you have some information for us this evening on Hutton's Top Trucker, as sponsored by Lake on Spaceways? Well, I do, and uh, so let's get on with that. Howdy there, truckers. This is old Buck Naked, spokesman for Lacon Spaceways, back again for this week's Hutton Top Trucker. How do we keep up with your shenanigans while you tootle around the Milky Way? While we install this little piece of software called the Hutton Helper in your spaceship. If you ain't already got it installed, you can install it yourself, relatively pain-free, by going to the website hot.forthemug.com. Dot com. Almost as pain-free as paying taxes. Darn them all into tarnation. So let's get on to our top truckers from last week. Yeehaw! From the Explorers, jumping like Cousin Jim Bob after taking a swig of Grandpa's moonshine, Commander Bowl of Petunias put everyone to shame with right about 12,500 light years jumped. Commander Terran 4295 continues to hold the lead and smash his prior records with an amazing 122.7 million credits earned and accounted for. He's got more bloodlust than Conan the Barbarian. And our top mission trucker this week is Commander Boo Boo Fitzdaisy, leading the way with 798 missions completed. I wonder if this commander is any distant relation to Honey Boo Boo, that little girl what been a beauty queen with a mouth of gold all her life back in the 21st century. You want to hear your name on this here radio station? Make sure you got the Hutton Helper installed. Pick it up on the web at hot.forthemug.com and get to trucking. Hutton Top Trucker, brought to you by Lacon Spaceways, the only ships in the galaxy worth mentioning on Hutton Orbital Radio. And we'll soon be expanding our line, just like Doc's waistline keeps expanding after eating Miss Melba's apple pies. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Naked. Now, we've got a couple of very special questions and, and um, announcements to make this evening. But I understand there was a competition for the top truckers with some very specific results coming out this week. Um, did you happen to have them pass across your lovely oak desk there in your office? Oh, I did. I did. Let's see. Um, there, there was a, there was there was a mission set by Old Man Riverboat and the Hot Pit team. That's right. Uh, Old Man Riverboat here says that the winner of what is this of AC Alpha Centauri? 
Alpha Centauri. He set three oh missions. He set missions in Alpha Centauri. Oh, Alpha Centauri, Lumen, and Kokiri. Okay. There you go. Yeah, all right. Yeah, the winner of, of Alpha Centauri is Commander Farkup with 33 million. The winner of Lumen is Commander Joshington, 808, with 44 million. And the winner of Kokiri is Terran, 4295. With sixty million, and he apparently is is uh, gifting uh, a little prize, a five pound paint pack for I guess all three of them. Now, do they have to share it, or is he going to give them five pounds each? Yeah, they they have to do it in stripes, I think. But um, yeah, he he is um, inviting them all to come and dock at Hutton Orbital for a new paint job for their spaceships to to color them. In I don't know. It could it could be one of the vibrant colours. It could be pirate colours. All sorts of colours. But anyway, yes, he has invited any one of the commanders who's just been named as their prize to get a free paint job, um, courtesy of Lake on Spaceways Special Paint Division. Well, long as they don't paint a yellow stripe down, they'll be all right. Just keep on tearing up them numbers. Fantastic. And we do also have a special mention from our very own Interior Fusion for. Commander Odimon Crew, who has gone above and beyond this week in the name of uh, Alvin to assist the Hutton Truckers after the maybe possibly one or two boo boos in the, the, the weeks past. But Odimon Crew has really genuinely attracted the attention of the operator of the Hutton Helper himself, Interius Fusion, for all of the work he's been doing in Hutton Systems. So, Commander Odimon Crew, thank you very much from me and thank you very much from. Buck naked. Thank you, Odie. Keep it up. Just we're like going to go do down after. After. Yeah, I can see Odie through the song through, again. Yeah, through the green room um, screen over there. Uh, Odimon's uh, preparing his next puns, ready for our visit over to the green room in a little bit. Obviously, when my co-presenter comes back. So, Mister Naked. I mean, the last few weeks you've had some dangerous encounters out there in space. I mean, you tried landing on an earth-like world and it, it didn't go well you tried landing on a volcanic planet it did not go well you tried landing on a water world that also didn't go well um are we convinced yet that these places are not suitable for spaceships you know i definitely steered clear of any ice-like planets this time but um i am running a bit low with the gin and everything and so once i get another uh you know get my my liquor cabinet stock back up i'll be heading to an ice planet so i can stock up on some ice have you have you swung by one of those gas giants yet i mean we, we've seen some glorious videos out there of uh, you know flying through gas giants and seeing strange creatures in the mists but you know have, have you tried heading down into the atmosphere of i don't know somewhere like Saturn and sort of joining the Cassini probe in its final throes. You know, this was this was thousands of year ago, years ago, or thousands, a thousand and a bit years ago. But um, you know, has anybody followed Cassini on its route down into a gas giant? Lordy, you ain't never been in a cockpit with me. You want to see a gas giant? <clears throat> you come co-pilot with me sometime. I'll show you how you fly naked, and there ain't nothing but gas in that cockpit. Especially after no. eating tacos and everything. Well, I thought you were just saying you were full of full of hot air, but cle clearly it's <laughs> it, it's the gas. atmosphere around Buck Naked that's it's toxic. And um, uh, that's right. I am the gas planet. 
Yeah, so well, we're hoping at some point in the near future they're going to solve these problems. And, you know, the volcanic worlds being hot and the icy worlds being uh, slippery and the, the beige worlds being particularly beige. Doesn't go with your paint job or, or your outfit, those ones. But if you had to pick one type of planet that you were going to recommend, yeah, once we can, that commanders were going to take their Type 9 down and just gently lower it down onto the surface, which kind of planet would be Bucknaked's favorite kind of planet? A planet made of tequila. Ooh. That sounds good. Anyway, I, I, did, I, did I see my co-presenter rush back into the room very, very briefly? No, he didn't. I he rushed he straight back, rush back out. <laughs> yeah, right. It's 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 those hot naga chilies. Anyway, so what we're just going to ask the rest of the crew in here as well. Um, <clears throat> Commander Flossie, are you still there? Uh, yes, I'm still here. So come on then, the the top kind of planet that you can't land on yet that was on your top of your list for. I wish I could go there. Oh, it's got to be us, like for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, the the rolling grassy fields, the trees, mm. the the lovely lakes, and the countryside. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd love to, to land on them. But, I mean, don't don't you think that, you know, taking spaceships through the atmosphere, I mean, there are already crazy people over in certain countries that talk about contrails and all sorts of strange things. You don't think spaceships in and out of these Earth-like worlds would spoil their pristine beauty? Hmm. Well, there's plenty of them. Some of the Earth-likes out in Mars, thousands of light years away. Uh, might not be too bad. Oh, the, the one sixty-five thousand light years away that Mr. Wotherspoon mentioned earlier. We can, <laughs> we can test that out that far. one first. <laughs> yeah, I've been out doing exploration. This Less week. populated ones. Well, you're back just in time to ask you the question as well. Come on, then. If you could land on a planet that you're not allowed to land on yet, a kind of planet, all the ones that we're not allowed to land on because bad things happen to buck naked on them, which one would be your go-to planet? Lava. Lava, just just take take your dolphin swimming through the lava. Indeed, the majestic dolphin appearing between the little sort of lava waves in the ocean of lava, spurting out and flying out like a fish in the ocean. It'll be beautiful, <laughs> like, like like a fishy kind of mammal in the ocean. Yes, yes. like a dog in a big pond. <laughs> oh, dog in the pond, yes. Um, anyway, well, to say that's all right. And, and Commander Evenstar, uh, as you're the last one here, before we go blundering down into the green room, well, are you going to agree with these guys, or do you have something else? I, I do fancy an Earth-like, but um, I've got to be honest, I'd like to, to have a scoot around a gas giant and, um, and see how it goes, one of the ammonia-based ones, the interesting-looking ones. And, and see or just diving, diving through in. the clouds. Yes, and, you know, and... and yeah, you know, maybe find the crushed depth of the hull or something like that. That should be interesting. Yeah, I mean, you, know, you see the clouds on the outside, and then what? what's below that is just crush your hull, or, you know, they're just clouds all the way down. Well, there's been talk of a, you know, a diamond the size of the moon inside of um, Jupiter, and, you know, that could be profitable. It might, it might be worth it. A diamond the size of the moon? Yeah, I'm not sure how I'd tow it up. I'd, I'd probably need some, you know cables and a bungee or two something like that but um, I'll, I'll i mean would, would you be donating such a thing to the the glorious miss featherston well i thought cecil might like it to make a ring for lail you might <laughs> well, off balance her a bit you know it would be impressive let's be honest i mean i i don't think much would impress lail although somebody did impress lail wolf this week didn't they commander psycho cow 
<laughs> well, yeah, it, it was it was a bit a bit uneasy. You know, it's kind of like that way when you're introduced to to somebody's wife and they say something that just yeah, just kind of um, I'll yeah, I'll come back later. Bye. <laughs> Did she squee herself? It looks like so. I mean, oh, oh, it was only I think uh, I well, I think it's possibly because I managed to get my van man and star permit. Uh, on that day and and I was delivering 17 million credits worth of data so um yeah I think I think she Yeah I mean I, at one accident. point yeah, she did have a wee accident yeah well I once did have our friend Federico who's her her spare right-hand man um comment that he kept my picture by his bed which which upset me no no, no end on the, on the basis of um yeah, I, I'm just not a fan of friend Federico, even though his name is friend. Yeah, he's not friendly. That's the problem. No, no, he tends he tends to hog the bed. And anyway, you're you're back. You're back. So sh- should we um, think about heading on down to the green room just to say hi to uh, everybody except Skiprat, who left himself upstairs for ages and didn't want to join in. Yeah, why not? Yeah, go on. Then. Well, we've got a tune for the. And and you know we've we've gone for a particular theme this week, a hot theme, everything to do with Hutton or Little Truckers, or hot, if nobody'd noticed. And um, we know some of the people down in the green room will know and love this tune um, because they spend far too much time watching children's cartoons in the mornings at the weekend instead of doing anything useful. Um, so we have to have, and especially for Alvin as well, a bit of the hot dog by there may be giants, and there might be giants. <laughs> Wow. Well, they, if you wanted a hint as to which particular weekend cartoon that one was on, I think the end left it beyond any doubt at all. The Dismal Channel. The Dismal Channel, yes. It's very dismal. Anyway, we're down in the green room. We burst through the wall. We didn't go through the door. We went Batman style through the window, through the wall, into the green room, which is full of at least 20 people here. Um, some of which we've spoken to earlier, like Lord Shouty Pants, and some of which we haven't said hi to yet this week. Um, my co presenter, Mr. Psycho Cow, do we want to alternate on asking silly questions, everybody, this week? <laughs> no, he's run away. Wait. In which case, I'm going to say hi to Commander Dobbert. Now, I've noticed that everybody in here has got a little badge on their chest. And I have no idea what these badges get, but the, the, the first one in the room here, Commander Dobbo, has got a Hutton Orbital and a finger. So, <clears throat> yes, Commander, Commander Dobbo with a Hutton Orbital finger, yeah, uh, how are you? I'm a mother trucker, and I'm also a cast member of Dockers. Those I are what say. the two badges mean. And, and, Why and, that um, puts the, me at the top, I have no idea. And, and where do these Dockers live? Um, in Barnard Star. Ah, and how might there? one find Great out talks. about the Barnard Star Dockers? Uh, one goes to dockers-bs, that's not for bullshit, that's for barnardstar.co.uk. Yeah, that's right, isn't it, Lord Shouty? It's bs Dockers. Oh, I always went to dockers-bs. That sh- shouldn't work. There's a lot of BS in the Dockers, yes. There's a lot of BS in the Dockers, yes. And for anybody who doesn't know anything about Dockers, it is not suitable for work, not suitable for those of a sensitive disposition. It's not suitable for anybody who's offended by anything ever, but it is sodding funny. No, it is sodding funny, and it isn't co-UK, it's... Com! Like, 
It's come, yeah. By the end of the Green Room chat, we will have worked out exactly where the Dockers live in Barnard Star. But um, uh, you've been a busy, busy boy this week, or have you been touring the country, visiting all your fellow Hutton truckers? No, I drove home immediately after talking to you last week. I'm, uh, I'm reinstalled. My, uh, my Dayglow computer is now back in its proper location. And I just brought my, command, my main commander back home, so I've got about just under 12 million to sell, which I'll probably do tomorrow when I have a look at these stats and find out which system needs me the most. Now, you're, are you going to be coming down to the Frontier Expo in a few weeks' time? Like a rash, yes. Right, OK. And did you see the stream earlier? I did. And did you hear Sandro talking all about the new stuff over the next year that's coming for explorers as an intrepid explorer yourself? Um, he made some non-committal comments. I think, to me, the most interesting thing in that video was the lip-syncing the avatars were doing. This was, as they said, this was a little mini film that they made up specially in the lip-sync. We're not getting that anytime soon. I that was a super special thing just for the video, I'm sure. And that's got the same answer as the end of Docker's URL has got on it. <laughs> a lot <laughs> yes. of <it> Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I reckon, and I'm not the only one, that uh, we'll be getting out of our chairs in 3.0. That's, well, I'm, I'm putting my cards on the table. I'm going public. <laughs> Well, we, we will see. We will see in a few weeks what their master, evil master plan is um, at Frontier Expo. But I, they're, have, they're... I do have more evidence, one of which is the speed at which Ed and Zach counter any question that we're getting out of our seats too soon. You doth protest too much, sir. Yeah, and, and, and of course, yes. Uh, Sandro's obviously working far too hard because he's half the man he used to be as well. But, uh, <laughs> yes, no. the stress is telling, isn't it? <laughs> the stress is definitely telling. He's looking well, but a different kind of well. Um, but anyway, well, thank you, Commander <laughs> Dobbo. Now, we do have in here a special guest star who's got a lot of badges on his chest from Lave Radio and other things as well. He's got a Hutton Orbital, some steamer house, a copper, a finger, an orange sidewinder and a strange multicoloured wolf. Good evening, Adler Weiss. Good evening, 21. How are we doing? I tell you what, I managed to make it back in time for the show. I left Peterborough earlier and I managed to get back to my studio in time for the show. And I was, yeah, I had 15 minutes to spare. So thank goodness for no traffic and, and good sat-navs. I can't blame you for leaving Peterborough early either. I know, it wasn't bad. I, we went out last night. We caught up some Hutton truckers last night. I caught up um, with one, one of the EDC and uh, her husband and we went to a factory that made donuts and ate donuts hot off the production line oh, okay I, I i want to go to peterborough now <laughs> you were exactly not there, the there first a... time i've ever been said <laughs> <laughs> oh. do, they, do they do donut hamburgers they did every kind of donut you could possibly imagine i had a peanut butter filled chocolate coated uh. donut that's which was lovely epic, yes yeah, yep um we, we i i tested the theory as to whether strawberry donuts are better than raspberry donuts and raspberry mm, wins every time yeah no yeah, strawberry. There. Strawberry. oh no not strawberry donuts uh yeah we, we 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 did eat them yeah hot off the press we saw them dunking dunking the oh, uh, yeah. you can't beat fresh donuts I, so, I um, i'm not worried because i had a steak for my dinner today for my lunch and it was oh my gosh Stuff your donuts well, up your arse. I'm eating the thing that eats your donuts. 
Well, see, we, we went for a carvery first as well. I just had to say, <laughs> so which, which one would you like? And I said, yes. And then we had to have bigger plates first. So I did have a starter of there. lots of meat. Don't oh, bother. Don't petite. take it off the spit. It's fine. I'll just have it. But anyway, we, we, we digress. Um, so, Mr. Aidleweiss, the video yes, earlier. Did, did you squee yourself in Karev style? I exploded like a Cyclops variant Thargoid or whatever it is. I mean, you're, you're an original back in the day, black and white wireframe player who remembers. I am, yeah. Give me the BBC and I'm happy. Yeah, who remembers your octagonal meanies, the little things they launch, and we yeah. saw an octagonal thingy with little things launching. We did indeed, and that was that was a rather squee moment, I think. Yeah, I mean, okay, the lip sync aside and the video and the music, oh, I forget all of that and the new weapons, but yes, the seeing it get upset, go red and kick ass was... <laughs> I remember that. That pilot's... Oh, the, the, the pilot's face when he's like, that oh shit moment in the pilot is awesome. Yeah, and for the, the avoidance of doubt, even though it was a special video sequence that was filmed for just that video sequence, it was all done within the engine. Yeah. That's so, what I take anyway, yeah. Yeah, that's that's all sort of capable in the edge. Okay, there was some wizardry went on by the art team, but they, it wasn't drawn separately. That was all done within you know, all the hollow Cobra. me bits and the the commander creators and everything else that we're used to. So that that yeah, that, there's a hint of a tint of possibly people might be right about that. Yeah, I think it's speculation. I, I mean, I would love to see. You know, if we've, we've got the voice comms in-game, and could you imagine you're actually talking to somebody using the in-game voice comm that sounds a bit shit now, but if they fix that and make it so it doesn't sound shit, and give you lip-syncing with your commander, because, I mean, I assume you, you've seen that when you play with your fingers on your joystick and you press buttons, your your commander goes off and presses the appropriate switches on his hat switch. Well, absolutely, but uh, see, that's particularly rubbish for those that fly with a, a keyboard and mouse. Yes, but if you fly with a joystick, then or especially the is the X fifty two Pro or something like that. It's you know it's basically identical manoeuvres. Yeah, and uh, maybe sometime in the near future they might be able to. We've got different control sticks, do different models in there, but that's lots of work for the art team. Oh yeah, but yeah, I mean it all it all bodes very well, and of course um, all the work they're doing on their other bits of franchises with people walking about and uh, yeah, pe people and talking, stuff. interacting with each other, and, and stuff. dinosaurs. And dinosaurs. Yeah, so maybe remember, we're going to see Coriolis stations populated by pterodactyls. You well, never know. Can you remember back at EGX Resed in 2014 or whatever it was, David nope. Braben's... Okay, so David at the interview there, David Braben was basically giving an example of what he'd like in Elite Dangerous, and he brought up he'd love to go dinosaur hunting. He's a bloodthirsty so-and-so, isn't he? <laughs> anyway, so... Mark! If one wants to hear lots more of Aid Levice and his opinions on, on the galaxy and everything else, one might tune in on what day of the week? On a Tuesday evening from 8.30, whatever time it is in the UK. Yep, uh, on our sister station, Lave Radio. Thank you very much for yep. coming to join us. And the Beermeister General himself is next on my list, El Mastri. Hello. Hi. Uh, are you going to be offering Sargoid's beer? I'll give it a go. Or are you going to be brewing a special Thucker beer? That might take some thinking about. Hey, yes. you can do it. don't put it in bottles. Put it in a can. <laughs> well, well, of course, because a canning line is really cheap and easy to set up. <laughs> put it in a can in a brown paper bag and, and then write <laughs> tramp on it. 
<laughs> you, you write buck fast on it or thug fast on it what? and you all was, get drunk on thug fast <laughs> thug fast would be awesome I was thinking thug a can but never mind <laughs> oh, oh wow. I see where you're going with that one and moving along to Antares Fusion. Antares Fusion, I did read out your message for Commander Odiman, but I thought maybe you'd say it personally in the green room to Odie as he's here as well. Yeah, congratulations on being the first person to trade over 100,000 units on the Hutton Helper. There you go. And um, we, we've got a pun lined up from Odie later, hopefully. But um, yeah, so the, um, the Hutton Helper has had a bit of a facelift this week. Yes, uh, decided to make a little bit of a responsive website. Um, a little easier with the code. It's had mixed reviews, mostly positive, but some negative, so that's all good. No, well, I wouldn't be messing with the code. They're nasty so-and-sos. Not as bad as the SDC, but they're still nasty so-and-sos. Anyway, um, and, and yes, obviously, anybody who's used it and not refreshed their screens, um, you do need to force a refresh on hot.forthemug.com to actually enable the latest graphical updates as well. And we had a big question from lots of people. I mean, it's showing, you know, 700 missions or something this week for the winner on the missions list, but obviously they can't all be Hutton missions, can they? No, not all Hutton missions. I am working on that at the moment. Coming soon. soon. Coming Brackets soon. trademark. At least before 3.4. Before 3.4. So, <laughs> yeah, b b before 2009, that's fine. <laughs> And we, we very briefly said hello to Lord Shouty Pants Ilya, or also known as Mr. W of Barnard Star. Uh, have we got, coming up later this year, a Christmas special from Barnard Star? Well, we should have episode two shortly of season two. Providing I can get Double to do his part while he's here, in the hint. And I can get somebody else to do their part for how many times I've hinted at them too. Yeah, I think we might have to go from hinting to beating repeatedly mm. with the big stick. But, um, but well, I'm I, looking for because my favourites from special. was it two years ago? Two, two Christmas ago, three Christmas ago. The Christmas episode of a couple of years ago is still my favourite one. I still like the uh, intro to that one. I must admit. Yeah. So, just for the final word on it from from the, the you know the, the Lord of the Barnard Star Dockers uh, script himself, what is the website? It's www.bs slash, and that's the middle one, not the underscore, the middle one, dockers.com. And for those watching in black and white, we will also post that up on the Facebook page, as we are particular fans of Dockers, including the live ones that have been held at LaveCon many, many times as well. Moving swiftly along to somebody who's hiding behind the Mighty Lord shout, uh, Commander Mindwipe over in Colonia, can you hear us? Yeah. No, he's very small and far away. Speak up! I'm not in Colonia. Well, where did you go? I went back to the bubble for a refit. Right, so you're going to be doing the the um, Hut and Moon run? I should be within the look, yeah. Yo, everybody, well, we're going to stick with the loading up tomorrow night. For those that want to be loading up tomorrow night. So, um, yeah, lots of people going to Hutton Orbital tomorrow night. Uh, now that the war's over, convenient timing, that one. Um, and taking... Well, we're not going to be in boom. We're going to be in pre-boom uh, to load up on mugs and gin to take to Colonia. Now, what happened to Doriso? I thought we were going to be taking over there. I have no clue what's going on in Doriso. Like I said, I came back to the bubble for a refit. The best person to ask in that one is Splendor. I think we're going to blame Team Hotbox for this one. Yes, you are. Because <laughs> they all moved to Colonia and then forgot to do anything useful there apart from... <laughs> this is true. <laughs> yeah. 
So, Team Hotbox, if you're listening, you're supposed to be in Doriso. And are in there Doritos. In Doritos, yes, which is once you pop... No, that's the other one. Um, that's Pringles. Ah, oh, Pringles. I thought Pringle was the name of a dog. Never mind. It's the name of a sweater. Oh, that's the it's one. It's the name dog of a sweater. Yeah, same kind of thing. Um, right, well, d- yes. So, <laughs> Commander Mindway, obviously the other very important question is, are, have you found the retro vault where Cecil put it yet, or is it still missing in action? I don't know. As far as I'm aware, it's still en route with Cecil's little convoy. Well, we, we may have to see if we can dig that out of the archives sometime soon. <laughs> but you've been doing some work with Uncle Art this week? I have, yes, indeed. Uh, one thing they actually commissioned me to do, and I'm really proud they actually asked me to do it, is anybody who's actually backing the Uncle Art film, I'm actually doing and all the artwork and getting it all printed out and all printed on the discs and stuff for the bonus CD. So we've got Uncle Art, the album, which we've had for a while, which yes. just before the show this evening, we happened to play one of the tracks from it. That's right. This What yep. this is, is when everybody had the Uncle Art Temporal Shift album, they got a bonus CD if somebody backed it. Some of the people for the film have also got a bonus CD this time. So this is level two of the bonus CD. And I've been commissioned to actually produce it this time. I'm quite proud of it. No, we're looking forward to seeing it. I was one of the backers as well, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the film and uh, all the behind-the-scenes footage too. But thank you very much for your efforts. And do we have an ETA for this yet? Is it soon? From what, from what I can gather, given the fact that most of the Kickstarter rewards are actually being put together, including the ones I'm doing right this moment, we're looking probably, from what Lucy has told me, within the end of this month, probably early October. Okay, so... Something to enjoy while we're um, running away from the Thargoids screaming and dying horribly. Indeed. Right, now we're going we're gonna to sort of switch around here to a, a commander whose combat skills are going to come in really, really handy sometime soon because I swear he's going to invite the Thargoids over for a, an arm wrestle in his vulture. Uh, commander Remklep, good evening. Oh, I thought you were talking about Moof. Yeah, I thought he was talking about Moof. I say, Remkleb, are you going to be taking these Thargoids on, you know, in your vulture? Of course. And do you have do you have any tactics that you might want to share with us for for getting past all the swirly little um, suckers that are going to be chasing oh, you? Get them in front of your ship and then press the fire button until they explode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I mean, can we, can we line you up for sort of first encounters on the on the twenty sixth if they turn up and and video it and just see how long you last? Yes. How long they last? You mean? <laughs> uh, well, you know, we, we can take uh, a sweepstakes now on how many <coughs> seconds that Remclep's going to last in front of a a very angry Thargoid. I'm just glad he's on our side. <laughs> what the Thargoid? <laughs> well, Thug the Mighty himself, yes. But um, you know, we're looking forward to seeing you fully engaging yourself in combat against the Thargoids. I'm assuming you're not going to be doing the, you know, Sandro hinted on other things like non-combat interaction with them, but you're all about the, you know, the lasers, aren't you? Well, of course, I'm going to try some probing first, but then I'll start shooting. Uh, well, I'm looking forward to seeing the video. And um, Commander, then Commander Skiprat. Now, Commander Skiprat's got an interesting collection of badges on his front. He, of course, has also got the Hutton Orbital icon. He seems to have a um, chocolate ice cream and a sausage 
and a policeman and a finger. I'm assuming that's chocolate ice cream. Skip Rats, are you there? Uh, yeah. Please tell me that's not bio-waste. Um, that's definitely not ice cream. <laughs> right. Is that some dong come from your bucket? Um, I, 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 I think it's something else entirely, being honest with you. I think it's probably some, uh, some prep for his I'll, new zoo that he's been working say, on. Uh, I'll yeah, just say, that um, icon, you only get that icon if you manage to offend everybody in the channel. <laughs> yeah, I imagine Skip Rat managed that within seconds of turning up. And and so how is your little tiny cave that you live in for a very tall, enormous chap? Did you finish building your shelves or did you go the full Skip Rat on them and smash them? Um, I've now got a sofa, I've got a coffee table, I've got everything. All I need now are some indoor plants to bring some life into the room and it's a... Yeah, and it's a nice little cosy place for me. My own well, little hobby. Fantastic. Hub. I'm, I'm, I'm glad it is all coming together, just not too many bruises on your forehead from that ceiling. Oh, no. Risk. I've actually put my um, king-size bed underneath the, the angle, so the taller part of the, the, the room is actually where I walk about now, so there's very little chance of me... Giving myself a brain hemorrhage. <laughs> this is a <laughs> recording from Skip Rat when he first arrived in his house. Yeah, falling down the stairs. <laughs> now, now, before we move down to the the next commander, command, thank you, Commander Skip Rat. Um, my my co-presenter, we did have in keeping with our theme this evening a few specials lined up. And before we move down to the next commander, did you have one of the special sound effects? Um, yes. Ah! We march left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, right. We seven to right wheel. My time. Hope. Salute. That's me getting the kids to school. What the <laughs> hell are you doing? It, it ain't Aunt Hoffman. Oh, it ain't half hot, Mum. Good evening, Commander Wotherspoon. Good evening. And we, we have to we have to ask because you had a bit of an emergency dash um, this evening, but you seem to manage to get back and watch the live video streams and get something recorded, especially for the show. Where did you find the time? Um, it, it, it worked out okay, didn't it? Um, yes, I, I had a had a bit of a bit of a veterinary emergency, but that's um, that's been sorted now we think yeah well that that's that's good news and um so you clearly digested that information so we don't have to mm -hmm. and came up with your own conclusions about red v green yes and yep. and little thuckers yeah the the thargons yes yeah did you did you stop and count how many there were i didn't actually know there were quite a lot though yeah, are we going to take any kind of wages on whether it's multiples of the number eight? I would... Yeah, I mean, 30-odd, 32 perhaps. Could be. Could be. Yeah, it could be. And, I mean, I haven't looked... At, oh, sorry, Crash. I haven't looked in uh, detail at the videos yet, but did did they resemble the scavengers that were down on those planetary bases, or is it just sheer coincidence they're diddy and aggressive? There was, I think, too too small for me to see clearly. I, I didn't have a lot of time to look at the video. Um, it, it, it was hard to see. I, I I would imagine it's very similar technology, though. And um, well, technology it, or organic or mm, well, you know, yeah, whatever. I mean, so the the, the damage to the back of the Thargoid scout ship 
um, had the same sort of green, sort of um, slimy sort of stuff that you, you see around the scavengers on the surface. So they're similar. Yeah, absolutely. But the thing is, the ones on the surface were, were sort of shouty and spitting at you and did very little damage. And these ones seem to do an awful lot. Well, the ones on the surface only do damage if you attack them. And in this case, the the, the, the wonderful Aegis, who decided that uh, the best way of investigating the Thargoids was to shoot at them, um, shot first and they got damaged. So I, I think I think the best approach to Thargoids is to leave them well alone. Well, roll over on your back, expose your belly, look harmless and not threatening. <laughs> That's right. We've got these and nice Earth likes. You've got the Ammonia worlds. You take the Ammonia worlds. We'll take the Earth likes. We're happy. Uh, the, okay. Well, the the I, I can see that. Go, but you're, you're, you're inside conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, you're inside line there on what they're made of, and maybe their bodies are made of this, that, and the other. Um, what do you say, polymers of some sort? Uh, they are supposed to be poly- polymer-like, yes, indeed. Uh, and and that's, that's what the mycoid virus that was rumoured to happen um, around about 100 years ago. Um, it, 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 it was something that attacked and destroyed polymers. So, so Thargoids are 3D printed entities? I, I'm sure they will animate a lot better than that. Oh, well, fair when enough. When we eventually well, see them. I mean, I'm assuming you're looking forward over the next few weeks. Obviously, it's been a bit thin on the ground in news. It's been yeah. a bit more Inquisition, a bit more Inquisition, and maybe a little bit more Inquisition. Mm. And you're looking forward to at least having some news to digest over the next few weeks as well. It'll be interesting. We have another another couple of weeks before we before we get there, of course. But, uh, yes. Well, that, yeah, but there's mm. weeks of speculation ahead of that, which is going to be good for the news. I, I, I guess so, yes. I mean, it, 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 it is still the phony war to some degree that um, that we know they're coming um, and there's going to be a kind of build-up to it. But strangely enough, the number of Thargoid high predictions has dropped off dramatically. Well, see, I've, I've got this quick because at the moment the Thargoids are high predicting people and you can't do anything because they stop you. I mean, is it just the case of these Thargoid high predictions are suddenly going to get nasty if you do something bad? Or or is there something new and they're going to stop high predicting us? And then, uh, you know, there's, there's all sorts of speculation about yes. how is the first encounter going to play out? Yes, in, indeed. I'm I'm interested to know if the Thargoids are interested in something in particular, if they have a hostility to particular groups. It does seem to me that they are, they've only demonstrated hostility to the Federation so far. Thank goodness I've not bothered getting my <laughs> federal spaceship yet, or getting any rank with the Federation. Hey? And I, and I, I really I really think that there's some some piece of story coming soon. There's some some piece of some 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 link between the Federation and the Guardians. And we know that the Thargoids don't like the Guardians. So there's, there's some sort of backstory there that we haven't found out well, see, about This yet. could be a classic misdirection, the prestidigitation <laughs> thing going on here, that look on my right hand here, look on my right hand here, it's full of Thargoids. By the way, nobody pay any attention to the Guardians' ruins at all because there's mm. definitely nothing going on there. So, yeah, there could be a masterful art of misdirection going on. But we're looking forward to hearing your digestion over the next uh, few weeks. Jolly good. And moving on down, is he, you know, Eros Maidling here, he's got a very sad-looking skull on his badge, and that's it. He's not even got a Hutton Orbital on it. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. I'm not important. 
Well, I mean, as as our resident, I mean, you know, for, from from your posts up that we've seen, whatever else, you, you you're our sort of resident. I would say we're not quite physics engineering expert here. <laughs> you're very kind. So as our resident physics engineering expert who does his best to blow things up using giant accelerators under the, you know, under the earth somewhere, um, have you got any theories? I have actually missed uh, everything recently, so I have no idea what's going on. Just, just like I do in real life. <laughs> well, just, just like the rest of us as well. Uh, well, um, <clears throat> so you, you've been, you've been busy with some work, a, a bit of hut and trucking. Uh, yeah, just uh, yeah, just normal life work stuff uh, this evening. Yeah. Oh, just just here and there, bit bit of hunting trucking. You're not on the lists yet of top truckers. No, no, I was trying to, uh, I was trying, I was going to try and get like you know top number of jumps or something like that because I I want to prepare for an exploration uh, trip, but I didn't get started yet. So we'll he's see. Our, he's our best Star Trek trucker. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the, or the a trekking. Star Trek sucker trucker. <laughs> when it comes to the 26th of September. Um, and by the way, Lord Shouty, uh, I did receive your message, and yes, there's an exceptional piece of work by that wonderful author, uh, Craig Charles, in a book called The Log, and I do understand what you're talking about. Oh, thank you. Assuming that's where you lifted it from. <clears throat> I pretty much did. Yeah, anyway, um, and we've got Pedro. Now, Pedro's got two badges. He's got a dodgy-looking skull and a dodgy-looking dog. Good evening, Pedro. Good evening. Any comment on the shenanigans, or have you just been minding your own business out there? I've been minding my own business, and I still think the Fargo is a big conspiracy. People. It, it's all a big conspiracy. Yeah, of course. They haven't got eight legs, and they're not coming to get us. Okay, and uh, blundering down again. It's a great word I'm using this evening. He's at the top of all sorts of lists again. It's Joshington 808. Hello. Or Joshington Bob, if you misread it. Oh, no, I know. I wish I hadn't put that at the start, but there we no, go. Have you, have you asked him? No, you said, you said last time you're going to ask him to change your name. I haven't yet. Um, because I don't know what to change it to. But the trouble is, then everyone knows me as this now. So, where do I go with that? Well, you got to stick with the eight hundred eight state. Mm, yeah, I personally add just I am, um, and then your name. Yeah, maybe the eight hundred eight was from an old uh, manga from years ago. But hey, there we go. So you're you're working the hut and hard, and we're looking forward to some success in the next few weeks. Oh, are we going to get a carry in the next few days, or is Lumen sixteen going to kick us in the watsits again? Uh, well, at the moment, it's um, Kappa 1 SETI uh, I'm keeping an eye on. Um, so, uh, we don't want anything well, to get We're down at 5-ish percent there, though, aren't we? We're, we're right. Um, yeah, yeah, there's lots of other factions there at war, but just gotta, it's just got to keep an eye on it. Oh, fair, fair enough. As long as, as long as we stay under 7%, we're right in those ones, and Sirius yes. and Epsilon Eridani. But, um, but, yeah, we're hoping to stay clear that the boom's going to make a big jump there. So, if everybody else is in war, just be careful. Mind the boom. A bit yes. like when you're sailing. <laughs> Absolutely. Don't want to get hurt. No. Well, anyway, congratulations this week. And, you know, we, we have to come down to the man of the hour himself with the utter trucking. Because, they, you know, you can jump everywhere. You can do combat everywhere. You can do missions everywhere. But Hutton Truckers do it trucking style. And there's one man done it trucking style. And that's the Odimon crew. Odie. Are you there? 
Yes, I am here. One was it one hundred thousand tons? Yeah. What were you trucking? Uh, for all the stuff, it's various things: iridium, slaves, bio waste, uh, palladium, a lot of different things, but a whole lot of it. Yeah, there's a trucking lot of it there, and um. You know, it wouldn't be the same without a pun from the OD. So we'll go out with a pun from the OD before we move on to the pillbox. What have you got for us? What grows out of a pirate's hair? Head. I don't know. What does grow out of a pirate's head? Corsairs. <laughs> oh, dear. Exactly what we expect from you. Thank you very much. Mm. And pillbox, also known as Gwaiti, Gwaiti. How do we pronounce that bit in brackets? No, the pillbox has managed to shut the box on his own head, and we can't hear the pillbox. But it's I'm sure he's saying. Twatty. Pardon? Twatty. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Oh, he's very small and far away. Okay, I've got a new headset, so maybe that's what the issue is. Yeah, we we can we can hear you now. So uh, go on then. Is it Gwati Gwati? Um, actually, it's, 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 <laughs> it's actually how you want to answer that. It was when I was living in South Africa. I was pretending to a friend that I was a North American Indian. So I was like, my name is Huaita. No, no, I know I can speak that. Saubone. Saubone? Okay, that's Zulu. Um, no, I was pretending with a friend that um, I was a North American Indian. And and he, he was convinced by your current accent, yes? <laughs> no, well, she was just stupid. She was blonde. <laughs> <laughs> Say no more, say no more. <clears throat> okay, come on, Kevin. This is like, like 1990 South Africa, you know. And, and to any blondes listening, we really didn't mean that at all. <clears throat> Unless you're friends with Pillbox. Oh, my God. I think I'm getting raped. <laughs> anyway, and then moving along from the Pillbox, we've got a guy. He's the only man in the green room with a foaming mug. No, that's the audio channel. It's not. It's a skull. It's Taran. And a skull's appropriate for Tyron, because all Tyron does is leave skulls lying behind. Good afternoon. 65 million again? No, 120-something million last week. Ouch. And, and this was having taken some time out for the family duties during the week as well. No, that was this week. I know it gets confusing. So, we dread to think what you'd achieve if, if you had a, yeah, a, a full-time job as a hut and trucker. Oh, yeah, no, we don't need that. No. But anyway, we understand that all of the uh, the flight patches arrived that Bucknack had sent to you um, so that you could take them down to the, the meet that was going on. Um, so you're now sat on an awful lot of hut and patches there. What are you going to do with all those hut and patches? Well, uh, I'm uh, keeping them, and uh, uh, Eric's going to let me know when, when and who to send them out to when the time comes, and uh, I've, uh, I'm, I'm going to go earn one soon. So you can't keep one of your own patches just yet. So um, you're going to have to recruit a few more Canadians as well. Absolutely. Well, best of luck with that. And we look forward to seeing the results next week. We need another win next week. So we've got a couple of weeks until 2.4 turns up to win things. So we're hoping that all this hard work is going to turn into a win. But thank you very much indeed. Other than that, that's the whole green room. So thank you very much, <coughs> ladies <coughs> and gentlemen. Oh, no, we don't... I, I just to need to correct you before you go away about the little skull. 
Now, that little skull represents the Hutton Orbital Truckers, and it's an image of our leader. Oh, oh dear. Did I just yes. mistake um, our hearing dog for the deaf? You basically killed our leader. Oh, yeah. dear. Now, it's a good thing Mike's gone to bed. Yes. <laughs> because yeah, otherwise I'd be in some serious trouble. Oh, I didn't realise that was a spider. It's got no ears. You're being doggist. It's 16 pixels by 16. You try putting ears in that resolution. There are no spaniel ears on that spaniel. <laughs> That's supposed to be a dog. Shut your faces. Thank you, Mindwipe. What did you think it was, uh, Mindwipe? <laughs> I thought it was Princess Diana. Shut up. Sorry. I'm on. I would like to ask you about your icons, because you got a wee bra there. Yeah, well, I, I do seem to have a... <laughs> uh, a pair of ample bosoms in front of me on my on my chest as well, pinned on the badge. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know what those mean. You do know. No, it's all the all the people that are quite you know that are server admins to kind of control the the team speak. Uh, well, what what what's a better place to put uh, a bunch of tits than in a bra? Actually, you okay. have a point. Hey, I well, the <laughs> I know a couple of better places to put those. Well, th thank you very much, Tech Monkey. And we managed not to use it. We used only one of the special sound effects, but we're going to use a special sound effect before running back upstairs to the not green room anymore. But thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, um, for giving us the lowdown on what you're up to. And we're going to hear you and see you next week. We're, we're not going to have any Thargoids yet next week because it's going to be what day is it? 26. Thursday. Thursday. They're going to be big yeah, but what, What's the date? It'll be the 21st next week on Thursday. Is that is that not a well, special day? It, 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 well, I mean, as Commander Vanteyan, it is my special day, yes. It's your birthday, isn't it? No, well, yes. You I'll be having cake. Your tea gunner. Yes, I what the hell's going on? <laughs> Happy 80th birthday. birthday. It's so my I wife's may or may birthday, not, I may or may not join everybody for, for my special day next how, week. How old are you? On the 21st. 21. Oh, really, you lying swine. I will be forever 21, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and I'm not telling uh, you anything I'm, else. Well, it's not I'm, a round number. It's not a special one. I, you missed that one. I'm just glad you're saying happy birthday on the Totten Arbitral stream and not the, on the Drabble stream. Because yeah, otherwise we'd we'll have to bury you. Yeah. It's got a different meaning altogether. It was my birthday yesterday. I'm 42, so it's 21 times. Oh well, 10. happy birthday I'm, to I'm, Pillbox! I'm twice as big as you. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you're two twenty ones. Exactly. Yeah, Dave's heading for his third. Right, lovely boys. Let's have a look at you. <laughs> Disgusting! Never have I seen <laughs> such a display of puzzle okay. so, Never in all my life. <laughs> So whoever sat on the soundboard, thank you very much. Right, we're going to run back upstairs. So uh, for the mug, I may or may not see you next week, depending on how drunk I've got that evening out with customers. I'll, I'll be at work, unfortunately. You're out with Cecil, aren't you? Out you out not know how old you were, Vanty, and you shouldn't have put your birth date up on Facebook. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> and how do you know I'm telling the truth? Because you have a nasty habit of not lying. Because I saw it on the internet. I've got a friend <laughs> yeah. who's 113. According to the <laughs> Facebook. No, no, no. Simov is actually 113. Oh. Right, let's go. See you guys later, right. yeah, you, you know, everybody. Not, not, not full of terrors. Not an orbital radio.
where all the sexy people go, and anacondas sell for 100 credits. Be anyway, oh, it's peaceful and quiet in here now. Well, vaguely. And they're swearing through the window at us. At least Buck's, you know, kind of got his clothes back on and makes it a little bit more sanitary down there. Yeah, you see, so yeah, I've got a choice next week. You see, I, I can invite a few Hutton truckers. They're going to be in the location I'm going to be in at London next week to come out and drink beer. Or I can do a radio show. Um, can't you do both? Or we could do, or we could do both. We could decamp to a ho- my hotel room, round the microphone, and, and do a, a team effort on the radio show. That could be interesting. With beer. Well, obviously. Yep. So, um, yeah, you're going to be around next week, hopefully? I will indeed, yes. Fantastic. Well, you know, we need to round off the, the hot show we've had this evening. Oh, definitely, definitely. We've got some Do nice... you have any recommendations? I have a new song. Um, well, we had, a, we had a requested, actually, uh, from a commander... Um, let me just read out the message. We don't have that particular tune on the setup we have. We're still working on the request system to make it uh, watertight. Uh, but they requested a song called The Voyager by Alphaville, and their dedication was My Great Protector, and that was from the commander of a python. Um, so we've got a tune. Now, <clears throat> we're going to try a Yellow River Boys song um, once we've finished as well, so we're going to dedicate that to the commander of the python. Um but other than that, we've got something special that you had lined up from uh, a certain uh, battery-powered band. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, we could go with something mellow, or we could go with something outrageously loud to finish the show. Oh, loud, and, loud, 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 loud. Yeah, loud, loud. And having gone hot all evening, we've just got to get it hot from ACDC. Good night, everybody. Good night. We'll catch you next week from half past eight-ish.